the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcasts. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you should not be listening to this to begin with because it's past your bedtime and it is not for young years. Welcome to another edition of the Wrestle Gun Podcast. I, of course, am one of your three awesome hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by your other two amazing hosts, Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Fellas, how the hell are you this week? We're doing pretty good, man. Uh, Garrett have gotten. A lot of potassium. We've been hanging out with Lizzo and uh, eating bananas. Yep. <laughs> the only yeah. the only thing is though we uh, we call herpes doing it, but you know it was fun. Yep. <laughs> you uh you, you guys joining in on that lawsuit? No, we're not. We're not suing. We had a good time. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I told Carl. Uh, you know, he he told me he was cramping a little bit uh, in his hand. So uh, I told him, uh, "Well, monkeys don't cramp, so we got to eat some bananas." That's kind of what started the whole thing. Yeah, and then we met up with Blizzo, and she's like, "Hey, man, I know this club like that serves bananas, and they're pretty awesome." And you know, me and Garrett, whenever we see uh. Banana and a wet pussy, we eat it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man, awesome. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, you don't get much more randomer than that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to kick us over to the Randall Van entrance theme of the week this week. Uh, Christina Aguilera, who I don't think has any scandals with bananas and sex workers. That you know of. (laughs) That I know of. (laughs) Actually, that would kind of be more interesting than Lizzo and that. So. Nothing against Lizzo, but Christina Aguilera is a little hot. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Um, well, I'm going to go first this week. Because I don't want you guys stealing my song. <laughs> well, oh, man. You must, you, must be, you, must be still, you must be stealing mine. Because I have a feeling yep. stealing mine. He's probably stealing all, right. all of ours. Go ahead. Still, did, you guys, did you guys pick Dirty? What? Dirty. Oh, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. Shit, I thought that you was still in mine. Thank God. Woo! Nope, I picked Dirty. Featuring Red Man. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I was like, as soon as you said Christina Aguilera, that's the first song that came to my head last week. And I was like, yep, that's mine. 
<laughs> you want to go, Garrett, or you want me to go? I mean, I can go just just because I I don't have any backups if anyone if you pick mine. So hopefully okay, you uh, at least hopefully at least have a backup. Uh, I got so I figured if I'm a wrestler, I'm also a fighter. So I may as well just pick fighter. Oh, okay. Whew. I'm safe. All right. That's good. I'm, I'm glad. I... <laughs> good. I'm glad. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I'm gonna be the. The one-stop shop that makes the panties drop. I'm coming out <laughs> the candy man. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, Christina Aguilera has some good stuff. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, she's one of those things like back in the day, you get picked on for listening to it, but now it's like cool. So, Yeah. Now the only only issue I had this week was like when I was going through her catalog, uh, I was washing dishes, so I couldn't like change the songs. I was just listening, and the <laughs> platform I was listening to it on, I guess a couple of her top songs was like off her Christmas album. So oh, I'm yeah. fucking <laughs> stuck listening to Christmas music <laughs> while I was washing dishes. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is you. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. I know. I mean, she may have recorded that, but it wasn't on the list. I didn't. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Next week, Carl, what we got for next week? Next week, we got uh, a Christmas that's very man. I'm kidding. <laughs> We got a CCR, it's for water uh, revival. I was gonna say it's probably Chris's dad's uh, first cousin once removed. <laughs> I don't even think my dad listens to like any music. Like I don't ever remember him listening to music growing up. It was always like Ray Stevens or you know something like that, like some comedy yeah. thing. My uh, my dad actually listened to a lot of CCR. Uh, he was real big in the, like, 70s, 60s rock and roll. Nice. Awesome, awesome. All right, so Credence Clearwater Revival for next week. Not the revival. <laughs> Fuck the revival. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, all right. Elite figure of the week this week, which I did not post last week, so I forgot to... I'll post it with this week's. Um, I forgot which one I had actually picked for this week. Hmm. A long week. Go. It was Bronson Reed. First time in the which, line. Uh, Bronson Reed. Which gear does he have on? His, uh, uh, gear you had on at NXT, the Bam Bam Bigelow inspired gear. Okay. okay. That's a good choice. It's definitely like an awesome. It even comes with a ring jacket, too. So pretty cool. All right. So you get that one, and then I'll post the uh, Muscle Champa from last week. All right, and for what has become 
one of my new favorite segments. Get to know your podcast hosts. Not familiar. We just uh, come up with a few questions or this or that just to uh, get to know us a little bit better. So the first one I got for you guys is a uh, staple for arguments. Soda or pop? <laughs> is this really an argument? For some people, it is. <laughs> well, uh, when I was little, little growing up, uh, I didn't use either one of these words. I called everything Coke. Um, <laughs> and, and, and now you realize time, why. Now he realized when Carl grew up why he wanted Coke so bad. <laughs> and then, then one time I was at a friend's house, uh, and he was like, uh, I was like, hey, man, give me some of that Coke. And he's like, motherfucker, this is Sprite. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and he's like, nah, man, it's called Code Drink. So I started just calling them Code Drinks. Uh, then I met my wife who calls them soda. So to, you know, not cause any confusion since I've been what like 21, 22, 23-ish. I've been calling them sodas. Uh never called them pop. I hear a lot of um older southern folk call it pop. I've always grown up with soda. Like that's always been Soda or Pepsi, like, and then as I got older, I just, because you go to a restaurant and you ask for a Pepsi, oh, we don't have Pepsi, we have Coke. So now it's just, I go to a restaurant and ask for a Coke, and everybody goes, Pepsi, fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Generally, yeah, I think, uh, I think pop is more of like a Midwest or, um, Northwest type. Maybe. Type of yeah. That could be. I've heard a lot. I've heard some older people, some of the older generation, since I moved down here, say say pop a few times. I mean, it's probably relocated, would be my guess. Yeah, maybe. Because, uh, um, like, growing up, growing up in uh, Tennessee, like, I, I never heard the word pop. Uh, I heard soda pop in The Outsiders. Uh, good book. If you haven't read it, but uh, <laughs> uh, other than that, that's like the only time I've heard pop used to describe soda. Awesome. Oh. Garrett, soda or pop? It is soda and it is soda. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Next one best fast food fries. Um, five guys. Five guys. Mm-hmm. You don't like five guys, or that not fast food enough? Uh no, they're fine. I just I haven't had five guys that often, so I mean, yeah. Not, I mean, not, I don't eat that. I'm not a pro at five guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have it that often either. Um, uh, I don't eat fast food in general that often. 
I used to love McDonald's. Like, if you'd ask me when I was little, I would say McDonald's fries. But if you go like a year without eating McDonald's and then go back to eating it, their fries and most of their food kind of sucks. Their fries have to be like fresh. Like you have to eat them like straight out the damn deep fryer. Yeah, with like a lot of salt. They get all like limp and soggy. Like they need yeah, some shit ton of ketchup. <laughs> I like um I think I like Wendy's fries for me, I think are the the ones I prefer. They're new ones? Or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, the since I added since I changed from like the regular salt to the sea salt, mm-hmm. like it just tastes better. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough question for me. What about Ar- Arby? What about the Arby Curly fries? That was pretty good. There's a yeah. lot of good fries out there. They're not bad. It's like Red Robin steak fries are pretty solid too. Yeah, but it's not that good, Chris. Oh, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> I because mean, you guys are just talking like, you guys are just talking about like really well known chain fries. But then, like, yeah. I mean, you got like, you got like Checkers fries are really good. You got Culver's fries are really good. Culver's fries, so. Col- Culver's are like, I like. Nah, I like Culver's. I I've had I, it once, I've and that's had the Culver's only fries. time I need it. They're like yeah. they're crinkle cut, and they're, they're they good. suck. They're good. They're good. So I'm not don't, a big fan of crinkle cut to begin with. I, I like some crinkle cuts. Um, right. I actually will probably have to agree with Carl on this one with Five Guys because I was gonna say that, but I also wasn't sure if. We were considering that a fast food because some people do, some people don't. That's a different argument for another day, dude. Uh, no, we forgot the I don't know if you consider it fast food, Penn Station with the malt vinegar. Mm-hmm. I'll you, ever, you ever had Penn Station? I've had them, yeah, I've had them before. Oh. I still think I don't know. I think Five Guys is this better bet. Yeah, yeah. I don't eat out a lot either, though, so I don't. I'm not like a good. Sorry, I got distracted. There's two fat asses on my TV, so. I know you did. <laughs> Anna J and Sky Blue on um, Rampage right now. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's best fries. Um, now this one, this one is a uh, I don't know, I don't know about this one. It's either like you love it or you don't love it. Red lobsters, cheddar biscuits, the Ooh, cheddar bay biscuits. Cheddar so biscuits. this is the question I want to know: Who doesn't like them? Exactly, that's my thing. Like, is you know. The fam ain't eating cheddar biscuits, but this hoes eating cheddar biscuits. <laughs> so, uh, I'm about to blow y'all's minds. Uh, I'm going to say I do like them because I've had them, uh, but I've never actually had them from Red Lobster. Ah, uh, you've gotten like the box and made them, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I've gotten the box and made them too. They're, they're good. But they definitely taste better from the restaurant. Yeah. 
But then I learned how to make my own homemade biscuits, and I haven't bought homemade biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely got like Red Lobster to go before, and they give you like two of the biscuits in with your meal, and I was very surprised and happy they did such a thing. Nice. Yeah. It's one of those things like I love seafood, but like everybody that I've ever lived with, like my mom hated seafood. My wife don't eat seafood. So like I hardly get to go to seafood restaurants. Um so I never really ate at Red Lobster. No, that's fair. I'll never forget for a birthday I went to Red Lobster and everyone hated me because of it. But they asked me where I wanted to go. Now it's where I wanted to go. I mean, they serve more than just seafood. I know. Like you can get I know, chicken, but get burger. Uh, I mean, people people that don't eat seafood, Chris, and then they just like you are like, oh, red lobster, and they're like, fuck no. Yeah. So, yep. Never, never get that. How do you think I feel? Like my wife's allergic to seafood, so like I can't go to Red Lobster unless I go by myself, <laughs> and that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Nope. Especially during like all you can eat shrimp fest. Like, come on, man. You ever get mad at her? Like a shrimp fest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not as bad. My mother in law is like deathly allergic to seafood. Like my wife just kinda um she swells up. Like her throat swells up a little bit. So pop some Benadryl, she's good to go. All right, awesome. So that was get to know your podcast hosts. Always a fun segment. Now let's hop over to the news for the week. Uh, fortunately, we got to kick it off on a sad note. Rest in peace uh, to Pee Wee Herman um, and Adrian Street. Yep, yep, yep. Adrian Street uh, was one of my mom's favorite wrestlers. He's like the uh, original Gold Dust character. <laughs> Before um uh Adrian Adonis. Yep. Oh, awesome. I um was definitely before my time before I started watching wrestling, so I was not uh very familiar with Adrian Street, but he definitely the graphic they showed for him on Raw definitely had a uh, unique look to him, especially for that time frame. So. Yeah. Um, he was a good wrestler. Too. If you get a, like, he wrestled in, like, territory days, so it's, like, kind of hard to find, like, his best matches, but you can find some good, decent yeah. stuff. I'm sure WWE's got something in their massive library that's got him on it. So Adrian Street and um definitely can't deny the the popularity of Pee Wee Herman, especially uh we're kids. Yeah. A few years younger than me, but I'm sure uh Pee Wee's Playhouse annoyed the shit out of your parents just like it did mine. <laughs> Eleven thirty in the morning, screaming for no reason. <laughs> can't set the can't, word of the day. I can't say I did that with Pee Wee Herman. 
Pee Wee Herman, the original victim of cancel culture. Yeah. Went and what, watched some movies with his dick out or something like that. In a porn theater, a porno theater. Like, he was doing what he was, what you're supposed to be doing in a porn theater. <laughs> Jesus. It's not like he was out of fucking viewing a Bambi and just whipped it out and started winking it to Bambi getting shot. Like, come on. Yeah. Which the the seventies and the eighties are wild, man. Like, yeah, that was in the uh, that was in the early nineties when he got nailed with that. Because he was well, was it? Yeah. So like he was um, he didn't get really any type of acting gigs at all. Then like all of a sudden he pops up in um, is it Buffy the Bam- the Vampire Slayer? Uh, I can't I can't remember. Yeah, I think like, I know he's been he's been like a few things like his cameos, but yeah, that was the first thing that I remember seeing him in after that that whole thing went down. Um, and then Mystery Men, where he played the spleen, and those are like the last couple things I remember seeing him in. Because I think before that it was uh, Batman Returns because he played the one of the parents of the Penguin. And they dumped him under the. Uh, overpass over the bridge but yeah but it sucked like um i will say zatanna um when she was five or six actually went through and watched on netflix watched every single episode of Wee's playhouse she just absolutely loved it at that time so That's cool. consider that Consider that a parenting win. <laughs> awesome stuff. All right. So that's a little bit of the uh, the sad stuff out of the way. Let's hop over to um, <laughs> the uh, the non-shocking news of the week. Uh, Vince was served by <laughs> federal officers, um, court summons or subpoena. Uh, we don't know what it was for. <laughs> um, we just know it's a federal court case. Possibly it might be the sex scandal stuff, or it might be something to do with the uh, the Trump case. There's no definite word on what it was. But this, oh, yeah, all goes, yeah, this all goes down like after he uh, is out on medical leave for a uh, major spinal surgery. Yeah. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> he should. He should have just stayed away. It's like, dude. Yeah. Well, if it's a Trump thing, then staying away probably wouldn't. Have yeah, really anything to. I think that's what it's involving. You might have some with how, um, like the relationship between him and Trump. I mean. Think about Linda was like freaking what the head of like the the federal like small business thing or whatever. So shoe secretary or something. Yeah. Chris, what the hell am I watching on TV? Uh Chris Satlinger doing squats with Renee on her shoulders. 
Just don't do the Pee Wee Herman. I kind of wish he was the alien now. <laughs> Why? You don't like her new uh, badass gimmick? I just I like her standard, Chris Statlander in general. I just, I just kind of like the alien gimmick a little more. I didn't. Mainly because she didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Vince, federal officers, medical leave, spinal injury. The plus side is that Vince will be out for an undetermined amount of time. So that means Triple H gets a little bit more control, I'm sure, with, but Vince will still be checking in via FaceTime or something or email or whatever. Awesome. Um, some AW news. The elites are staying all elite as they sign new contracts this week. Boo. <laughs> I honestly, um, for the Young Bucks, probably was a better move for them to stay in AEW. Because I can't really see them and their style in WWE. Um, okay. I disagree, but okay. You think so? You tell me. Uh, I mean, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Could, you tell me there's not another tag team that's already in WWE that does just as many super kicks. I'm not talking just the super kicks. Like it's it's the spots. Like that's all the Young Bucks matches are. Is like one high spot after another. There's like no like you look at the Usos and you look at the Young Bucks. The Usos can actually tell a story in the ring. The Young Bucks can't. Yeah, hey, I, I give it, the Usos are like a way better tag team. Oh, absolutely. And then another thing, too, with the Young Bucks is like, like they're not going to get the Cody Rhodes treatment. Like, if they go to WWE, they're going to show up on NXT. Yep. Uh, they're not going to, like, you know, Come out at WrestleMania to challenge the Usos for the titles or, or Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the titles or anything. Now, Kenny Omega, on the other hand, would probably would get that type of treatment, or at least, you know, the AJ Styles, like, surprise Royal Rumble debut. Yeah. Like, at least something like that. But, yeah, the Bucks, definitely not. They'll be like, it'll probably end up being like the AJ Styles um, thing with uh, the Good Brothers, where Styles debuts and like six months later, the Good Brothers show up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things like the, with the Young Bucks, like they probably would have been better off, like if they went like straight out of Ring of Honor when they had like hype and buzz around them. But like AEW's kind of like killed most of their momentum. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, like, when's the when's the last, like, Young Bucks storyline that you actually liked or enjoyed or was, like, must-see TV or anything? Honestly, the only thing, it was Bucks versus FTR. That was it. Yeah. Like, and they had that one good m- match with the Lucha Bros. Yeah. But, but uh, was that the match they had? Tom? 
Who's that, Chris? Wasn't that that cage match that they had? Yeah, the cage match, and they had like the uh, the Lucha Brothers won the titles. Yeah. And so you're just talking about Young Buck matches in AW. <laughs> I was gonna say because you gotta talk about Young Bucks and uh, well, that's not, not Young Bucks, but didn't didn't they fight? The, they fought the Briscoes too, didn't? Yeah, Ring good of Honor. matches with the Briscoes and Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring yeah. of Honor. I, that's why I said AW. I was like, since yeah. they went to AW. Like what have yeah, they been AEW, they in? really haven't done nothing. I mean, because mm. everything's been like them and a bunch of other people. So, like, yep. you can't just count it as them. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I, not like I, a storyline or anything. I can, yeah, I mean, I can get with that. I'm still like. The fact that they keep bringing in like random ass people every week yeah. on these shows when you know you like RVD, yeah. I mean, I I love Rob Van Dam. Don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Rob Van Dam, but not current day Rob Van Dam. So, because like everybody gets old, Chris. I'm saying, like you know, I know he's older. And he doesn't move like he used to, but like his style hasn't changed to reflect that he's older and he can't do half the shit that he used to be able to. Like he still attempts to do the same stuff that he could do 20 years ago, but you know, has a hard time doing it now. And that's the same, honestly, that's the same with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's still doing the same routine that he's done for almost his entire wrestling career. No. Well, I mean, for some of those guys, it's hard because that's what the fans came to see. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if Sabu cut up to a match and didn't pull a chair out and jump off the ropes, like, yeah, like man, I went to Sabu. You know, so that's like the the downside to. Having one of those type of careers is like, you know, are the fans going to really put up with you when you can't do it anymore? Yeah. Well, I mean, quite a few people have changed up their in-ring style. Like Matt Hardy, you changed up his ring style and people still. Yeah. I mean, Stone Cold, you know, he changed up his ring style and became one of the best wrestlers in the company, but because of injury, but, uh, you know. Some people can't, they're just one dimensional. They can't switch it up at all. Um, did I just see John Morrison like slide across the floor doing a split? Um, Maybe. it's it's Johnny, it's Johnny, uh, it's uh, TV, yeah. Johnny QTV. Uh, and yes, he did. <laughs> that was awesome. That was kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he literally like. Ran in and did a split and split across the floor in the split. Yeah, like I don't know how his balls didn't get rug burn off of that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was wearing some tight ass jeans too. Like I, I just don't understand. Well, there was no friction burn. (laughs) Oh man. (sighs) All right, Uh, one last little piece of news I got here. Um, this is toy related. Apparently, the uh, new WrestleMania four pack 
uh, that's a Target exclusive is being recalled. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the story is on this or why it's being recalled, but the, the main thing that I've seen is that apparently the packaging was not approved to get final approval from Vince, even though it was already produced and shipped. Um, so, yeah, apparently they got some off the trucks, off the shipping containers, um, but some of them obviously made it onto the on the Target's trucks and into stores. Like I said, I'm not 100% sure if that is the exact story, um, because I don't know why they would go into production if the box, if the packaging wasn't fully approved. Uh, that honestly makes no sense to me. So there's got to be something else to it. Uh, there seemed to be a there's couple. A, there's a chipping hazard. I I don't know. Or Hogan said something again and they recalled it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not. I don't, I don't really think this is the whole story behind it or the, the correct story for it. But it seems to be the most prevalent one as of right now. But uh, there are a couple of people in the figure collecting world that know um actually what's going down with that um they just uh have not said anything so so we'll see we'll see what happens the other thing is that it's street dated it's not supposed to come out till the 30th and uh kind of got pulled for that reason too but it wouldn't be a recall notice it would be like target forgot to put the street date in the system and how they're street dating it and pulling it off the shelves. It wouldn't be a recall. So there's got to be something else up with it. Okay. Okay. So that was news for the week. You guys got anything else news wise or? Nah, I think that's it. Unless Garrett has something. I don't. Right. Cool. So uh, let's uh, talk some instant replay this week. Uh, let's pick it off. Actually, Collision last week. I forgot to put this in the notes. Uh, CM Punk finally advancing this storyline with the um, AEW championship that he's had in that red bag. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of idiots out there going, Oh, he, he blacked out the E in the AEW because he hates the elite. Like, why would you, paint that a, so he painted an X on the, on the AEW title belt and it's in the middle of the belt. So of course it goes over the E in AEW. So mm-hmm. people are reaching saying that he, you know, purposely painted the X over the E because he hates the elite. Should be. Maybe they push that storyline. <laughs> Have a match against sure, him um, and Kenny Omega. I'm sure symmetry has nothing to do with it at all. It's like, why would you paint an X over like any of the other letters and not directly in the middle of the belt? Or the simple I mean, fact what? that he just randomly fucking put an X on a fucking title belt, and that just happened to be what the fuck it fuck it was. Like seriously, why put a why put an X on it though? He's not degeneration X. It's the uh, the X for the straight edge. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So that that whole debacle there. Um, 
I just I don't know. Like you got AEW doing two shows now with um different rosters on each show, which is what they need to do anyway, because they're in that same position WWE was where they had too much talent, and WWE is still kind of in that same position that they don't get featured as much on TV, but it's like even more so with AEW. At least WWE rotates some of the guys in and out like every few months. Where AEW, like you see someone once and then you don't see them again for like six months. So, but um, yeah. yeah what's, so yeah, what's dark? <laughs> dark is gone. <laughs> so that's gone. Yeah, yeah. They canceled Dark when they uh, started doing Collision. Okay, uh, I was wondering why I, I, it didn't pop in my suggestions. Anymore. So we're doing that. Um, so now you have two title belts. You got MJF's, and then you have the one that CM Punk has, which I think the one that Punk has is going to transition into being a um, collision title belt. You know, Carl's favorite thing, more title belts. Yep. Yep. So we need. You can go like uh, Roman Reigns and merge your title belts, but yet still keep the fucking load belts. <laughs> Just those people know. Oh, man. Oh, so we had that on Collision last week. Um, I don't really remember anything else from Collision. That was like kind of the big thing. Oh, the ladder match. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Andrade. Or Buddy Matthews and Andrade for Andrade's mask, which was a hell of a match. That's probably the best match on the night. Probably by far one of the better matches of the week. Who won? Uh, Andrade. Oh, that's good. We don't want nobody to know what he looks like under his mask. (laughs) It was just his mask that he wears in the ring. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Carl. I'm tired. <laughs> You're not helping me. <laughs> oh, man. I was trying to crack a joke, but I guess <laughs> it was too corny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. Um, uh, Buddy ended up, they brought it, they got handcuffs. Uh, They're trying to handcuff Andrade to the to the outside of the ring. But he ended up uh, pulling the okey-doke on uh, Buddy and handcuffing him to the ring. So Andrade was able to climb the ladder and retrieve his mask. And it looks like uh, he threw out the challenge to Malachi uh, for All In. So we might be getting Andrade and Malachi at All In. Nothing official yet. Cool. I think we should uh, um, forbid handcuffs and ladder matches for a while, though. It's kind of getting overused the last yeah. couple months. Yeah. Uh, it's just not, not going to get any better than, you know, handcuffing Jeff, Hardy, Jeff Hardy's ear to the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to top that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's the way it is. 
Oh, awesome. All right. So that was Collision, a little bit of Collision. Monday Night Raw, we saw main event uh, Dominic and Damian Priest taking on the team of Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins, which is a pretty solid main event there. I'm still uh, sticking by my guns with uh, the statement that Dom is the best heel in professional wrestling right now. He is. He is indeed. Like he is like we we hated on him so much when he first came in and now it's like dude Dom is awesome. <laughs> well, I mean he knew how to I mean you know, life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Yeah. And I think him working with uh with Rhea, like we said it before, him working with Rhea and Priest and Finn has kind of given him a little bit of an edge too and you know, working a bit more like from someone other than his dad, not saying, you know, learning from Rey Mysterio is a bad thing, but like Rey Mysterio has never been a heel in his entire career. He's always been a face. And then you got someone like Rhea Ripley and then Finn and Priest who have all been heels before and him and Dominic leaning into that, that role even more has been tremendously helpful for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Everybody's going to hate you anyway, so give them something to hate for, you know what I mean? Exactly. Jesus, this match is brutal. Um, I just don't like there's just a bunch of staged fucking vehicles. That's what they, isn't that what they did the last time? Uh, probably. I don't remember. I know they did that with um was it John Cena and Undertaker when they did that parking lot brawl? Uh oh yeah. They had them like all in like a circle. Yeah. That happened too like a long time ago. Who was it that had like the one in the parking garage? And they had uh, like They had that one on NXT was it Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole? Yep. I come out from the like I come out from the attitude there. There was like I remember one. It was like a parking lot, and they had like all the cars in the circle, and then or am I just making it up? No, I know they did that with uh, Cena and Undertaker. Was it Steve Blackman? I want to say it was like Steve Blackman and somebody. He's always in stuff like that. Yeah, the whole like twenty four seven hardcore rule thing. Yeah. Oh, that could be. Um, yeah. It's moving on. We've got uh, more with Trish and Becky, but apparently this has been bumped from SummerSlam uh, due to time constraints, apparently. So we'll get that on Raw, uh, which I think Raw is coming from Canada this week. So not. Eh. So, so is Trish like officially like this going to be back full time like Edge? think so at least for a little while thought she's gonna go her way again yeah she's been a while around for a while i think eventually we're gonna get um trish and zoe versus becky and lita i would say so like i'm honestly surprised that wasn't something they were trying to build for summerslam 
Well, who knows? Maybe that maybe they'll build that for the next pay per view. Since I had to bump them from SummerSlam, they should have just bumped Ronda and Shayna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. All right, so we're doing that. Uh, NXT uh, setting up Dragon Lee versus Dom for the North American Championship for next week. Um, yep. I saw the clip for this. <laughs> I laughed my ass off. <laughs> Do you Dragon know who I am? I am Batman. <laughs> oh my god, Rhea Ripley's awesome. <laughs> yeah. talking, so the reason why I found this hilarious because Santino did the same thing to Mysterio. Like when they had their little little feud for the Intercontinental title, and like Mysterio comes out to the ring. And Santino's looking at him. He's like, who hides behind a mask? Like, honestly, you're not the Batman. He <laughs> goes on this, like, whole spiel. So it kind of kind of reminded me of that. It was pretty funny. Um, but honestly, looking forward to that match. Dragon Lee's awesome. Dominic's awesome. So I'm sure we'll get some uh, shady Dominic heel stuff, and Dom will retain the title. Yeah. Sharia. Nope. Ah, what else? Are we, what else happened on NXT this week? Um, we should probably talk about Great American Bash. Oh yeah, we might want to do that. That might be a good idea. Yeah, it's, <laughs> since we kind of since we kind of forgot. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Let's uh. <laughs> Hit up Great American Bash here. I did not get a chance to watch this. I know you guys watched so, it. So, I, so I want all you fans to know that that uh, uh, Chris is going to be the one that wins, but he didn't even watch it. <laughs> Damn. This is fucking bullshit. It's all just a fix. I'm sorry. I was busy. Okay. Sounds like you should have got your priorities in, in set. So. My priorities were set. My priorities were meeting Topanga, which we'll talk well, about. To, uh, to, uh, to be honest, it, it wasn't like all that. Like, it was okay. But it wasn't like uh, back in the day, like where, you know, NXT pay-per-view, like, oh, man, it's going to be better than SummerSlam. It, it wasn't that. It was, it was okay, though. All right, so let's let's run down some results here. Uh, Baron Corbin and Gable Stevenson was a double countout. Um, the clips that I saw, the uh, I was kind of shocked to believe this, but the the crowd there at NXT was fully behind Corbin. They were indeed. Lots of booze for Stevenson. Might have something to do with you know being a uh, alleged rapist. <laughs> and. Uh... Cor- Corbin looked uh, both skinnier and fatter at the same time. <laughs> Corbin, Corbin, kind of weird. Yep. Uh, I like I like Corbin. I've been a fan of Corbin for a while. Uh, Gable Stevenson just looked like a, a Kurt Angle clone. So I know yeah. Angle's, Angle's been working with him as far as like training and stuff. But it's like you cannot do like Angle's exact moveset, dude. Like, figure something out. 
for yourself. Like, geez, come up with your own thing. Mm-hmm. You think you are Damian Mizdow? Come on. Who do you think you are? I am. Charlie Fox. All right, double count out for that. None of us got points for that match. Uh, Blair Davenport versus Roxanne Perez. Uh, Roxy picked up the win on that one, so we all picked her points for that. Um, if you guys tell me that was the, the better women's match out of the two, yeah, awesome. Um, and you guys definitely were not a fan of the submission match, which uh, Tiffany Stratton. Um, retain. So I picked her. You guys picked the uh, Hall. Um, what were you guys saying about this matchup? The finish was jacked up. Yeah, the submission looked terrible, and they threw in the towel instead of like actually giving up themselves. Oh, yeah. Tiffany Stratton was trying to put like a Boston Crab on her. And she just kept like falling over and like yeah. losing it and then like trying to reapply it. But then every time she reapplied it, it looked worse. <laughs> oh, man. I know you and I were talking about this. And I, like, Thea Hall does just not strike me as a submission wrestler. She is. I know. I just like her look, like, it doesn't, she just doesn't strike me as someone that would be like a, a submission specialist. Like she would in me to me, she looks like she'd be more of like a like a high flyer, like her finish should be like a frog splash or something. Oh, oh. yeah, she's like really like ground based wrestler. She's like the opposite of what you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so looks looks can be deceiving. So yep. Here we go for that one. Uh what else we have here? NXT. Tag Team Championship match. Gallus versus the D'Angelo family. So uh, Tony D and uh, Stax ended up picking up the win on that one. Uh, let's see. Probably what I've heard was one of the better matches of the night. Uh, Dom versus Mustafa Ali versus Wesley. A triple threat match for the North American Championship. Uh, that was probably the best, best match. Carl and I both picked Dom. Uh, Garrett picked Mustafa Ali. Yeah, it was probably between this match and then the uh, the men's title match were the best matches. Which um, Carme- Carmelo Hayes uh, retained over Dragonall, mm-hmm. and what uh was what I was told was a pretty uh hard hitting matchup, especially with Dragonall involved. I can't wait for him to go up to the main roster. Like, I want to see him and Gunther. Yeah, that would be good. Chuck Taylor just siphoned gas out of a car. Yep. He's about to light this fucking thing on fire. And he's Holy got a two A two-by-four wrapped in barbed wire that is now on fire. Sounds really dangerous. 
And Wheeler Yuta was hiding in the back of an SUV. Of course he was. I want to see somebody hit somebody with like a spare tire. Uh, Chuck Taylor got the two by four to the gut. And it put the fire out. <laughs> of both Chuck my Taylor. Chuck Taylor and the two by four. <laughs> hook somebody up to damper cables and then connect it to a car battery. What do you think this is? Um, fucking Kane and Jim Ross? Or Shane McMahon? <laughs> <laughs> it's so... With Orange Cassidy on the top of her van. <laughs> awesome. He was going to show up at some point. Same thing with Sue. <laughs> And Orange Cassidy's got a chain. Loading up the fist. Uh, and Claudio chop blocks him. That chop comes block. Out and hits him with, <laughs> comes out and hits him with a, a gallon of orange juice. <laughs> and then maybe you he hit like, him with an orange punch. Guess how Aubrey always has the same pose when she's standing there? Like, she always looks like she's got a stick shoved up her ass. She might. Or, like, she's, like, holding in a fart or something. Like, I don't know. Why the hell would she have the fucking doors unlocked? What kind of fucking person leaves their doors unlocked? I do. You don't get nothing to steal. And leave your doors. Don't take Sue's van. They just got her that van. Well, she's the dumb bitch that left it fucking unlocked so they could just open it. <laughs> oh, she didn't lock the doors. And she took the keys. She took the keys and ran. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Not the van. Oh, Anything oh, but the van. All right. Uh, point totals for Great American Bash. Uh, Carl, 10 points. Garrett, 10 points. And I came out on top this time with 13. <laughs> and I didn't watch the pay-per-view. <laughs> well, be prepared to lose SummerSlam. I'm getting my right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there we go. Great American Bash. Uh, what else we got in here? Let me go back to this. Uh, Dynamite this week, of course, we saw the return of Rob Van Dam uh, challenging uh, Jack Perry for the non-recognized FTW championship next week on Dynamite. <laughs> I think it's on, yeah, I think it's on Dynamite next week. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Van Dam walking like Matt Hardy. <laughs> and Jack Perry still has the best theme song in all of wrestling. Oh, no. Can't do it. Can't do it. I think by now they would have remixed it or something, but nope. Why mess oh, with? Why mess with brilliance? <laughs> they just completely destroyed Sue's van. They ripped the door off. Mox is puncturing the tires. Man, poor Sue. She. 
She don't deserve that. Her van doesn't deserve that. Nope. Jeez. Oh, all right. So we got RVD returns. Trent Beretta wins a triple threat match over Mox and Penta. Like, were you as surprised as sad as I was? I would be. Yeah, I was a little surprised about that win. I mean, I'm glad he got it. Me too. I was just like, what the fuck, dude? I was amazed that they actually gave Trent Barretta a win, especially um, over a match with Moxley in it. Like, I was almost positive Mox was going to win that. He probably didn't bleed, though, did he? No, he didn't. That's why. He didn't bleed the whole match. Yeah. Trent did. Trent did. Oh. It's kind of surprising. Uh, it was a pretty solid triple threat. Was, I enjoyed it. Uh, what else we have? Cole and MJF. Um, all set for all in. All set for all in. World title match. MJF versus Adam Cole. Um, now, there's something that someone pointed out on TikTok. I think it was TikTok or Twitter. Um. Adam Cole, when he uh, hugged MJF, like he patted him on the back. Uh, yeah, and then that stab, backstab. The stab motion with the fist, which is the same thing he did before he turned on Roddy. Yeah. So I think we're going to see a uh, Adam Cole heel turn. I think MJF's going to end up being the face. Interesting. Maybe. We'll, we'll see how that goes down. Because we still got a few weeks before All In. Um, I, it, believe it's- I also... Um, I, I will say this as well. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Roddy join the kingdom. I think that would be a good place for him. Me too. Yeah. That was uh, pretty solid with Taven and Bennett um, walking up to uh, Roddy after that and saying, you know, it's like it's like cold, you know, to forget who his real friends are or leave his real friends behind or something. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a good build there. And I think that would be like you're saying a good spot for for Roddy with the kingdom. And that gets him back on Ring of Honor, too, where, you know, we got his name. Mm hmm. That was pretty awesome. You know what else was pretty awesome? Kyra Sheeta. Sheeta. Oh, man. I was freaking out last night or Wednesday night watching that match. So happy for Sheeta um, winning the women's title um, to finally get a run with the title in front of a crowd. It's like we know Sheeta held it down during the, you know, the pandemic um, as AEW's women's champion, but for her to finally get a chance to to do that in front of a crowd, I think is well deserved. Yeah, definitely well deserved. She's the probably the best thing to have on the roster right now. Yo, yeah. Besides the Burt Breaker, my favorite wrestler. 
All right. Um, looks like we just got breaking news update here. Um, posted by our good friend Phil Gentile over in the Fig Cave uh, Facebook group. If you're not a part of that, you can join. Dollar a month, get you access to that group um, so you can see stuff like this uh, before most other people do. Uh, this is an update on the Mattel 4-pack from Target that we talked about earlier. Um, looks like it doesn't have anything to do with the packaging, which I was correct on, so... Um, so it looks like it may have been a street date issue. Mm -hmm. As uh, Steve Ozer had said, hang tight. You'll be able to purchase these figs very soon. So I think that, I think that's what the issue was, but I still don't understand the recall thing on it. Like, why would they, unless that's the guarantee they get pulled from the shelves and, you know, relocated to the back. Yeah. Um, They probably just recalled them. So they would put them in hold and then that is probably yeah. like yeah keep them there so we tell you to so but i'm sure as of right now the people that, are, that have gotten them um are probably gonna jack the price up significantly until those things get re-released so just yeah. wait on them uh don't jump the gun and buy from third yep. parties that are gonna jack the price on them whistle target or puts down. them back out able to sell them again get them for the you know the retail price which was 79.99 so typical 20 dollars per elite instead of paying double that through some scumbag on ebay yeah awesome stuff there all right so Sheeta wins the women's championship psyched about that uh, the only downside people are complaining about tony storm's title reigns um, I guess her first run was like 66 days and the second was 76 or vice versa, but it was 66 and 76 were the two numbers. But still, she's the first woman to be uh, women's champion twice in AEW. Um, she ended up being the second. And then on top of that, like if she was still in WWE, she probably never would have never would have even gotten around the women's championship. Yeah. So, well, yeah, awesome. So, congrats to Sheeta. So. All right. So, speaking of WWE, let's jump over to our SummerSlam preview and picks for Saturday night. Let's kick it off here. Let's talk about this Slim Jim Battle Royal. <laughs> oh, 25 man Battle Royal. Um, we're pretty positive. This is the, the reason why a lot of these matches are getting pulled from SummerSlam, uh, like Becky and Trish and the United States championship match. Oh, awesome. Who won that? Was that Escobar that won that or Mysterio? Uh, it was Escobar. It was Escobar. Okay. Cause I know uh, Ray ended up getting injured in that match too, right? Uh, yeah, it was weird. He had like, um, I don't know if it was like a concussion. I, I feel like they think he may have had a concussion. Hence why yeah. they stopped the match. Okay. I, I bet you Ray was supposed to win. Maybe. Oh, but yeah, could be a possibility. But even though we will still get a pretty solid match from Escobar in theory. Like, I have no doubt about that one. Escobar is fantastic. Theory is fantastic. 
Just get a solid match. Oh. All right. So SummerSlam Battle Royal, 25 participants. We don't know everyone that is in this matchup. Um, we know like a handful, which is LA Knight, Sheamus, um, probably I think the Street Profits. Um, I think uh, Alpha LA again. Knight. But I think this is the well, green with Carl on this one. I think this is where uh, LA Knight finally gets his first pay-per-view win. Um, I kind of don't feel like anyone else okay. should win this match but LA Knight. So. <laughs> I feel like the match was just made for LA Knight to win a match. I agree with the resounding, yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should bring back the dummy thing. I see that all the time with the button. <laughs> so funny. I don't um, you know when we did that volunteer thing, someone asked him about the, the dummy button and why Impact didn't produce them to sell them like, through their shop. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we tried. He's like, I tried pushing it, but they just wouldn't do it. He's like, I don't know if it was just they didn't want to, like, get it manufactured or what the deal was with it. He's like, but I sold them through, like, my merch store, like, independently. And he's like, and they sold. Like, I sold everyone that I had. He's like, well, I couldn't get Impact to get behind it and produce them. So he's like, you know, we went to an app. He's like, I had an app that, you know, had the thing. He's like, it launched on iPhone. But, um... Yeah, but I think if they brought that back with WWE, they they'd sell those buttons in a heartbeat. Which um speaking of LA Knight, we talked about um uh, merch sales a couple weeks ago. LA Knight yep. has officially surpassed Roman Reigns as the number one merch seller in WWE right now. Yeah. That's why he needs to win this. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to probably the, the bathroom break of the night. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler in an MMA rules match. I'm uh, me, Shayna Baszler. I think it's going to be pretty much unanimous on this one. So we'll taking Shayna too. Um, uh, question, Carl, because you, you might know the answer to this. I know Chris won't know the answer to this. What's the uh, what's the woman's name that beat the shit out of Ronda to make her uh, leave UFC? I don't know why I can't think of her name. Was it Holly Holm? Uh, no, that was the lady that beat her the first time, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, was it? Uh, I just had her name. A name. <sighs> Dang, I can't think of her name. But anyways, I I. Uh, uh, Something Nunez, right? Oh, yeah, that's it. That's oh, Amanda, it. Yeah, I, I, Amanda. My prediction is she comes out there and beats the shit out of both of them, and then, like, they call, <laughs> call her the winner. <laughs> that, I would pay to see that. <laughs> that actually makes it interesting. And then she gets on the mic and says, I need y'all bitches to quit saying y'all the baddest bitches on the planet because y'all fucking ain't. <laughs> oh. That'd be awesome. 
Oh, but what you got for this match? Oh, uh, I had to actually pick a winner. Yeah. Um, I guess Shayna. <laughs> Copy and me, man. Copy and yep, me. I am. I am <laughs> you like how I say it first? You like how I say it first? That way I can claim I'm copy. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to be tattooed the whole time. All right, so this one, this is going to be a tough one to pick because I can see this one going either way. Um, but either way, it's going to be a hell of a fight. Uh, Gunther defending the IC title against Drew McIntyre. Like, the biggest question I have for this, if, if Gunther wins, where does Gunther go next? And where does Drew go after this? Or do they, like, do, like, their, you know, the standard WWE program, three matches, and then move on? But if Drew wins, where does Gunther go from here? This is the, what, second or third time they fall? I think it's the... Because uh, we had the triple threat match at Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... that what, pretty cool. what, 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 what pay-per-view is after this? Like, that payback or whatever? I think it is, yeah. I think so. If, um, if it was... Hell in a cell, I would say maybe they they could have built like for that, like you know. But yeah. um, um, that's a good question, Chris. Now you make me second get because I was just gonna pick Gunther right off the bat, but that's my thing too. Is like if they keep the title on Gunther, like I don't see him losing anytime soon. I see him taking um the record away from Honky. Yeah. I mean, because that makes sense. Like, he's he's probably, like, the only one since Honky Tonk Man set that record that I could see breaking that record. Like, a legitimate, like, person beating that record. You think Gunther is a Vince guy or a Triple H guy? Gunther's definitely a Triple H guy. Because remember when Vince brought him up, when they brought him up, when Vince was in control, they didn't, they weren't doing nearly half of what, um, yeah. Triple H has been rolling with since since Triple H kind of took over more yeah. creative. It's just kind of dumb isn't... too, because like Gunther is like a Vince like prototype kind of person. Yeah, Big guy. Now, it's hard. Down. But yeah. Vince has an issue with guys with accents. Uh, yeah, you know, or any type of talent with accent, he just automatically can't understand them. So unless they're they're speaking like a New York accent or something, like. Um, here's the, here's the thing though, like McIntyre, like when's the last time he had like a good win? Like he's, he's kind of beaten by everybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's another one, you know, held it down as champion in the pandemic and didn't really get a chance to, to shine as a champion in front of a crowd. So, yeah. And he's coming back, you know. The only other thing I could think of is maybe somebody, is this one of the matches where we have like a surprise, um, like a surprise, like a surprise return or something? 
The only thing I could see, unless Orton comes back, because, um, you know, Riddle's kind of been dealing with um, Imperium, too. So mm-hmm. unless, like, the other two get involved, then Riddle comes out and tries to, you know, you know, help out Drew with the other two, and then, you know, they get overwhelmed, then I can see the return. I see Orton coming back. Like, and then we yeah. go into, like, six-man tag match at the next pay-per-view. But that that could be the only scenario I see with this. Yeah. Yeah, was, so, you know, to make a long story short, I'm going with Gunther. <laughs> you going with Gunther? You guys yeah. can discuss whatever you want. Yeah, I'll go. With, I'll go with Gunther. I picked Gunther as well. <laughs> Shit, I'm we had that paying. whole talk, and we still <laughs> all picked the same fucking version. I don't know how late it is. We got some matches that could be the tiebreakers here. So, uh, <laughs> Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. versus Brock Lesnar, the rubber match. Cody I, Rhodes. I was to say I'm going Cody Rhodes. I feel like he has to win this. Can I pick the rubber? Can you pick the rubber? <laughs> yeah, he said the rubber was in the match, so I assume I can pick the yeah. rubber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no actual rubber in the match gear. Oh. Well, give me the man with the self-proclaimed best pyro in wrestling today. Brock Lesnar. You think Brock would proclaim he has the best pyro? No. Exactly. All right. So this one here, this one's going to be the, the make or break for us. Uh, women's championship triple threat. Asuka versus Bianca versus Charlotte. I'm taking Charlotte for All right. I'm taking Oscar. That's a given. Um, you know what? Because I'm not going to win anyway. I'm going to pick Bianca just to spice things up a bit. Gear getting spicy over here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. And this one, seven years in the making. The rematch between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. The rematch of the rematch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bonus points. One, one, one. If uh, you predict a correct cash in. Uh, I don't, I don't think Priest cashes in. Don't either. I think, uh, Seth Rollins wins. Um, as much as I would like to pick, uh, Finn, if I pick Finn, it's going to ruin my other pick later. Um. I think, uh, Edge, Edge comes back and, uh, jumps. Then they kept my uh, judgment day. Well, they already finished the, the judgment day thing score, with Edge. Score, score, score. Yeah, but you can always bring it back. Yeah, Edge is on SmackDown now. So. Uh, I forgot about that. Well, they, didn't they say they were going to stop the draft? Or they weren't doing the draft anymore? And the brain split? 
Not the brand split, but the draft. It's in the draft. Uh, I don't know. But they still have the brand split. Like, the only ones that have been going back and know. forth has been the Judgment Day. Well, Dominic has been, what, uh, the main event on every damn show. I think he's the only one in recent memory that's like main evented all three shows during the course of a week. <laughs> Has to be. All right. All right, Garrett, you're saying Seth Rollins, you're predicting the cash in? No cash in. No cash in. All right. This is a tough one for me. Um, I think it's too soon for Rollins to drop the title. Uh, you know what? While you sit there and think about it, I have uh, going Rollins. I have I have, I have a, a thought now that I'm going to pick now that I should have picked earlier. Uh, I say EO cashes in and she wins the title. You think EO cashes? Oh, yeah. That is, uh, I completely forgot about you on that briefcase. Because I mean, Bailey's injured. So, I mean, whatever they're doing with uh, with the two of them. So, yeah. I can, that could be a possibility. I'm going to go opposite of that one. I'm going to go no cash in. Okay. Sounds good. What do you think, Carl? Cash in or no cash in for the women's title? Um, the women's? No, no cash in. I didn't know we were going back to that except for Garrett. <laughs> I figured we might as well just add it in there. Um, yeah, no, no cash in. All right. I'm going to take Rollins and I'm going to go cash in. Okay. Is pre you taking Priest to win it, or do you just think he cashes in? I'm just does whether or not he cashes in. Okay. All right. Uh, tribal combat for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship and the title of Tribal Chief Roman Reigns versus main event Jay Uso. I'm taking Roman Reigns. Just I'm taking, I'm taking the actual tribal chief, Jay Uso. As much as that crowd go ape shit for Jay winning that match, I just I don't see Roman dropping this title anytime soon. No. Could be wrong. I think I hope to be wrong. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe Priest will cash in on this match. <laughs> 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 and it's a possibility. So it's any any title. So we'll we'll see. Like the logical one seems to be Rollins and uh, Finn, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna predict a cash in on this one. Bonus points here. All right. So that's our. SummerSlam picks and previews for that. And we've got to Wrestler of the Week this week. Carl, was your pick? Yep. Uh, 
I decided to go with another uh, Legend of the Territories. Um, this one was kind of hard trying to find a match uh, because, like, all his best matches like are untelevised. Uh, and then the ones I found that were televised were like matches that he lost. Um, <laughs> but I decided to go with uh, Tommy Wildfire Rich. Um, and uh, I gave Chris the link so we could probably post it. I don't know. Yeah, um, yes. But uh, this is not like actual like a live televised of the match. It's like him. Uh, watching the match uh on like a program uh where it happened in Augusta, Georgia. But it's uh him versus Harley Race where he won the uh, NWA championship becoming at that time the youngest uh wrestler to hold the NWA championship that he only held for all four days but he beat uh beat Harley Race. Um not his best match but I didn't want to pick one where he lost, um, but there's some good uh, uh, Wildfire Time and Rich videos out there if you want to watch. All right. Paris, that's what's coming from you. It's not for me. What? Sounds like somebody like has a it's like sitting right next to a cricket. Oh, I'm outside. Uh, I can go back in the second I'm talking some Ah, sorry. I just assumed it was coming from Garrett because you know his apartment has all these weird ass noises. It does. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, so that is our wrestle of the week, Wildfire Tommy Rich. Harley Race versus Tommy Rich from 42781. We'll post the link in the episode notes. Let's go ahead and jump over to overrated or underrated this week. Garrett, what you got for us? Yep, so uh, I decided to do uh moves this week. Uh, I saw a video of this move, and it is the first one, and it is the Steiner Screwdriver. Steiner screwdriver, which is basically uh, Rick or Scott. I don't remember uh, this guy. Scott. It's pretty much just uh, um, a Mishinoku driver, if I'm not mistaken, similar to it. I'd say. um, Oh, okay. okay. I would say, uh, I mean, I never heard of it, so I'll say regular rate it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it now. Nope, so don't worry. I, I picked regular moves that you would know after this. Uh, end of days. End of days. Underrated. I like that finisher. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say underrated. All right. The chick kick. Uh, overrated over the chick kick overrated <laughs> uh 
The angle slam. Angle slam. Ah, is that a finisher? I mean, he used it, but he usually was followed by like an ankle lock. Uh, he used it before he went to the ankle lock. Because it, it was his finisher when he like first came in, and then he transitioned to the ankle lock. I want to say rightly rated. I'll go rightly rated on that one, too. All right. And then my last one is I figured I would had to do it a tag team one. Uh the shatter machine. Uh under an at least you went shatter machine and not big rig. <laughs> yeah, it's not called the fucking big rig. It's called the fucking shatter machine. Yeah, definitely definitely underrated. That was a great finisher. I figure at some point, if I keep doing them, you guys probably won't even know what the fucking furniture move is. So that'll be a whole <laughs> game in itself. DDT. Super kick. Double clothesline. I think, is it like, I think Lita's finishing, like one of her moves is like the Lita Karana or something like that. I'm like, well, who the fuck would know that's what it's called? Yeah, yeah, it's not finish. her. It wasn't a finisher. Not her finisher was, just... and then the twist of fate. Yeah, or the lead it's assault. Signature. The lead yeah. assault. It's all stupid. Yup. Oh man, it all sucks. <laughs> Pretty much. All That's right, overrated, so underrated. Overrated, underrated. Let's hop over to No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. Right. Um, what you guys got for No Holds Barred? Well, uh, I figured. Uh, I figured that since you. Uh, you guys liked uh, scary movies. You guys were excited for the, the new scary movie uh, trailer that came out uh, called uh, Slaughter House. I'm I'm not, not, I've not watched that trailer yet. I saw the poster for it. And it looks so fucking, fucking stupid. <laughs> it's basically you, uh... about like a sloth that's killing people. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Did you see the trailer for The Exorcist yet, Chris? Um, I did. Not a fan. You're not a fan of it? I thought uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. There has not been like really a successful Exorcist since like the first one. I think maybe the first one and the third one, the rest of them were really bad. I, I liked uh, Emily Rose wasn't that bad. I liked it. It was a little different because it was like a court case, but it was all right. Yeah, I don't know. I just I can't get behind it. Yeah. I got you. Seems so. Uh, 
But um, I guess the day talk uh, talk to me was uh has been making some waves, so I'm gonna check that one out. That's the uh, one that's like Wizard of Oz uh, based. Yeah, the, Is that the Wizard of Oz. No, this one it's um it's something with like this like petrified like mummy hand or something. Oh, where okay. You pick it up and you say like talk to me and it shows you a spirit. And then, like, you can invite the spirit in or don't invite him in. And then, like, if you invite the spirit in, it possesses you. Like, it's just, I don't know. I've heard a lot of good things about it. So, it just, okay. I think it just came out last week in theaters. So. I saw a, a trailer for, like, a, a scary movie that was supposed to be, like, uh, based off, like, Wizard of Oz. Huh. Uh, but it's supposed to be, like, Dorothy was, like, possessed or something. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, considering that uh, Return to Oz was a pretty fucking scary ass movie. <laughs> oh. uh, Garrett, uh, Act Twelve, I guess, is officially dead. Huh? Yep. Did you hear about that? Mm. Or no, uh, no. Oregon, Oregon, and Washington. Well, you know, they were worried about. Yeah, yeah I, I, I slightly heard about it. Yeah. But today, because uh, I was worried about Arizona and Arizona State going to um, the Big 12. And then today, the Big 10 announced that uh, they were going to vote to approve Oregon and Washington and uh, the Big 10. Which is, you know, all f- cool when you think about like football and stuff. But like, just imagine you're on like the fucking bowling team, and you're yeah, like right. on the bowling team for like Rutgers, and you got to fucking fly like all the way to fucking Oregon to, to, to fucking bowl, yeah, <laughs> fucking bowl, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Very true. It's crazy. I mean, like, at least, like, with the SEC, like, even though it's getting bigger, like, at least it's still kind of regionally. I mean, I know Texas to Florida is still pretty far, but, I mean, it's nothing from, like, east to, like, west coast. Mm-hmm. Chris is like, I don't know what you're talking about. College, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you saw some sleep. <laughs> is that where you drink all the time? Uh, and then Kamara got suspended. I don't know if you saw that. He got no, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, he got suspended. I think three or four games for that fight at the nightclub. Interesting. So if you're gonna play football, don't gamble or fight at nightclubs. You will be suspended. Did you watch the Hall of Fame game? I did not. I saw a few highlights this morning. I got you. Did Rogers play at all? No, no. It's preseason, man. Like Well, I know that, he, but I didn't know like he was still gonna play. No, he wasn't even dressed. Uh, 
They knew he was all. out there. Yeah, he was out there because they they claimed that he was calling some of the plays, but how much of that? Uh, no telling. It's true or not? Who knows? But NFL finally kicking off, man! I was excited. Yep. Ready for some football. Yep. Good times, good times. Hell yeah. Trying to think of, is there anything else in No Holds Bar that we can bring up? Uh, well, apparently the Haunted Mansion flopped. I mean, I don't really know what uh, Disney was thinking releasing a uh, horror-ish movie in the middle of the summertime, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that it was. Yeah, it's based it off good. the, the theme park. What's that? It's based off the theme park. Yeah, like the ride or whatever. Uh, I don't think yeah. it's a ride, but tour, whatever attraction. Yeah. I guess is the right word for it. Yep. Like I've heard a lot of good things about the movie. Like a lot of people are, that have actually seen it have said it's pretty good. But it's yeah. um like it just released at the wrong time. So um what are you gonna say? Uh do, 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 do. I had something I forgot. Oh, you see that they're making a uh, a DreamWorks um, Mario Kart S game. Oh, with like the the Shrek characters and all that. Yeah, it's gonna like Shrek characters and uh, Constable Panda. So uh, they're they're basically redoing uh, South Park Team Racing or whatever it was called. <laughs> Remember that game? Yeah. What did that? Was that? Like, yeah, like the Simpsons game. But um, so many yeah. I get well. Nickelodeon Kart Crashers was uh pretty successful, so they're probably bait looking at that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, a lot of games. There's that, a lot of there's a lot of games that are like Mario Kart esque. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them. Are yeah, bad. I thought the South Park. I thought the South Park one. Was not funny. not Diddy Kong Racing. That game is fire. <laughs> what was it? Um, there somehow we ended up like when we had our Wii, one of the games that someone got for us. I think her mom, Rose's mom, got us. It was uh M and M's like kart racing or something like that. That game was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the controls were so fucking bad. It was so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but I like Kart Crashers. Nickelodeon Kart Crashers is good. I like Brawl Stars. That's a good um, alternative for um, Smash Brothers. Yep. Looking forward to uh, Brawl Stars, too. That looks pretty solid. As far as, like, stuff I've seen online for the roster. Yeah. Did you guys uh, 
You guys watch that thing I sent you with uh, Heyman and Roman on a uh, ESPN first first take first take. I did not. I seen it. Did, did you watch it? Bas- so so basically, the premise of it, Chris, was uh, Stephen A. was talking to Heyman about about uh, um, his job and stuff. And then he was talking. I forgot who he, who they were talking about. And he was like talking about being like the best, like you know, like manager. manager. Oh, was it Harley Race? I think it was. So who it was? It was somebody like that. And then Heyman like literally said, "Well, he's dead, so I'm better than him." And <laughs> then, like Stephen A. like looked at him like, "What?" And he and he was said something about Jimmy Hart. And he goes, I've been praying for him to die any minute now so I can be the best, but my prayers haven't come to fruition yet. Oh, my God. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. That's hilarious. Why don't yeah. go back and watch that? that yeah, so it was hilarious. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, awesome. Speaking of Jimmy Hart, he was at uh, GalaxyCon this past weekend here in Raleigh. Um, Classy Fred- Freddie Blassie's... Uh... Who he was saying was dead, I think. Oh, that's it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, yeah, GalaxyCon was a uh, was a good time. Yep, that's one of the first years you you didn't go. It is one of the first years I didn't go, and it was probably when the most amount of people were there that I wanted to see. Yeah, Saturday, I guess, from what people were telling us that were there like all weekend, you could not move in that convention center Saturday. Like, it was pretty packed on Sunday, too. But I guess Saturday was, like, a hundred times worse. But it was, one, thing, it was so if you, one thing, if you know me well enough, you, you, you know this about me. When it comes to crowds, people either move out of my way or they move because I move them out of my way. <laughs> That's how I am in crowds. I um, was getting a little uh, snippy with some of the, the people working the... Uh, the event. Oh, I was. Uh, I had the kids, and we were walking down um, where they have like the voice actors, like the anime voice actors. At and then like mm-hmm. two different sections. So I'm walking down to check um, the lines for the two voice actors for Demon Slayer, the one that's Tanjiro and Nezuko. So I stop, and you know I'm trying to look at the lines, and this guy is sitting there telling me he's like, "Well, you know, you have to keep going. You can't, you can't stop here. We're trying to keep this clear." I was like, I was just checking the lines on a couple of the people just to see how short they were. He's like, well, yeah, but we have, we have to keep this clear. Um, so you, you need to keep moving. I was like, yeah, I'm walking now. I literally just stopped for a second just to see how long the lines were. And even You're on top dick. of that, you try walking through all these people and wrangle three kids. Oh, oh I understand. I was like, no, no, you don't. I was like one of three people that were giving me shit about something. The last one, like Rose was getting mad at me. She was like, stop it. She's just trying to do her job. So after, um, after I met Topanga, I met, um, we went back down to the end of the aisle and had like these overflow, overflow lines for some of the actors right down the end. So they weren't going out into the, like the main aisle and stuff. So stop there. We're, you know, talking to figure out where we're going next. I'm trying to put stuff, you know, back in, you know, the backpack and everything. This girl comes up. She's like, yes, can't hang out here. You have to move. This is a overflow line for autographs. 
And I turned around, look at her. I was like, autographs for who? Both the tables were empty. There was nobody there. They, the actors and actresses that were there had already packed up their tables and they were gone. She's like, well, that's not the point. I was like, you literally just told me this was overflow for, you know, the, the talent that's there. And there's no talent there. And she was just like staring at me and Rose is telling me to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't. Like, you're the third fucking person that's told me to move or keep walking when I'm trying to, you know, do something here. So I'm not, not going to fucking put up with it. So. You know, if, you, uh, if you wear a phone, say no, tell you what it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I got my uh, classic superstars three pack signed by Brutus and Barber Beefcake. So, it was the only signature I was missing on there. I sent you guys uh, a picture of that. Um, um, turned out pretty good. He was uh, pretty stoked to get that signed. Um, he was telling me that he had like a bunch of those, like still um, boxed up. But uh, his grandkids got to him and ripped them all open. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. He's like, yeah, my wife just uh, let him play with them. And, you know, she, he ripped, they ripped them open and, and played with them. I was like, uh, my, yeah. <laughs> might have had to slap a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, oh, man. Uh, but he's like, yeah, he's like pretty good condition. He's like, and you got Hogan and Jimmy Hart signature on here already. I was like, yeah. So I told him like the whole story because I've had that thing for like um, about nine years now, waiting to get that final signature on it. Because I got that um, around the time of WrestleMania 30 from a Hogan and Jimmy Hart got their signatures. So he's like, wow. And he's like in fairly good condition for like the box, besides like some like corners like little bent corners and stuff on there, which is normal wear and tear. But, um, yeah, got that sign. It was pretty awesome. There was nobody in line for his table. The, uh, the entire line for, um, the wrestling talent that was there on Sunday was for the Hardys. Their line literally wrapped in front of everybody else's tables. Sure did. It was insane. And this is like the third time they've done a signing in the area this year. So the fact that they still had like a decent line just amazed me. So, so tell the wife, maybe next year we should uh, bring the Hardys in for Triangle TerrorCon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when is uh uh Broken Matt and Brother Nears. Yeah. I was like, Matt was in a was in a horror movie. Like, a, it was a pretty bad one, but at least he was in one. Some wrestlers versus zombies. <laughs> Which I think is still available on Tubi. It's really bad. Tubi or not Tubi. <laughs> but yeah, but it was pretty cool. Um, kids met their, all their voice actors they wanted to meet from My Hero Academia and Demon Slayer. Uh, Zatanna's been working on, was working on a uh, My Hero Academia Class 1A class photo. So she got like three of the signatures on there. Every single person complimented her drawing. Uh, they said it was amazing, like the amount of work that she put into it. And um, it was just really cool. Like she lit up like when they were um, complimenting her artwork. So it looks pretty awesome. So I have to snap a picture of it and send it to you guys. Please do. 
she was she was stoked so and i was like nervous nervous as all hell meeting topanga like let me tell you (laughs) like shaky hands like i gave her a podcast i gave her a podcast sticker so she might be listening so (laughs) i did our listening um I want to say I love. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I did talk to her a little bit about wrestling. Um, like she was, I was the last person she had at her table. Um, mm-hmm. that she was like packing up to to head out. Um, I did ask her how she got into wrestling because you know it's pretty well known now that she's a big wrestling fan. Um, you know pictures of her and Leo Rush from like some independent shows, and then pictures of her from like wrestlemania the last couple of years um so basically she was telling me which what i thought was you know one of the reasons you know having vader and mankind on boy meets world um she said that kind of got her into it a little bit then she fell off um then uh the guy that she was dating was like super into wrestling so that got her like hardcore back into it um going to like live shows and um wrestlemania and stuff and She's like been hooked on it since then. So, so it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Hey, Ashley, come on the podcast. <laughs> would love to have her on the podcast. Like, <laughs> love to have her on here talk some wrestling. It'd be awesome. But yeah, it was pretty cool. So. I mean, those are the only two people really that I met. Um, Rose waited in line for like three hours for Grant Gustin. Like apparently he had a panel and then was doing photo ops and then was doing duo photo ops with Stephen Amell and then finally came to the table. <laughs> so it was a, uh, a lot of waiting around, but it was, wasn't too bad. So. Awesome. So that's, uh, that's what I got for Noel's Bar. You guys got anything else? Who, who, who is Grant Gustin? The Flash. The Flash? The series. I guess. I guess from the Flash movie, because he was in that too, like briefly. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff there. And then, um, Keels premiered this week, last week, season two. I haven't even watched season one yet, so there we are. All right. No holds barred for the week. So um, let's pop over to theme of the week this week. It was my pick. Um, I went with Just Incredibles ECW theme. Snap your fingers, snap your neck. Solid. Well, you should have went with Pantera. I just, I just don't understand. <laughs> we get the return of Pantera, and then you just don't pick it. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna pick Sheeta since she just won the women's title, but then uh Justin Cardwell's theme popped into my head, so I also feel like we've done Cheetahs before. We might have. I don't remember hundred percent. I feel like at some point one of us which it'll <laughs> probably be me, he's just go back through them all. <laughs> <sighs> you had smoke me part to listen to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I would have to listen to every single show, show over. It'd be terrible. Just, uh, skip like, to, um, just skip to the last 10 minutes. Or do I five will. minutes. Should be good. <laughs> yeah, I will. I might do it in my free time. 
All right. Well, I guess that's pretty much going to do it for us this week. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on all our social media outlets. It's Russell Gannon Pod pretty much on everything. Uh, if it doesn't come up with two Ds, it'll come up with one D. Um, I think pretty much everything but Twitter and Facebook. Well, sorry, X. X and Facebook are one D. Everything else is two. Because uh, Elon Musk can't handle two Ds. No. Yeah. I don't even think you can handle one. Bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so follow us on there. Also check out our merch at uh, redbubble.com slash people slash Pod. Um, you can find all these links on our link tree, which you can find in the bios of all our social media outlets and in the description for this episode. So everything should be right there to make everything easier for you guys to follow. Make sure you give us five-star reviews. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, wherever you're able to leave us a review, go ahead and do that. That'll help us out tremendously, and we appreciate it. Uh, head over to youtube.com slash for the collection and subscribe to that as well. So you stay up to date on some toy unboxings and all that fun stuff. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. That's all I got. You guys got anything else to add before we head on out? Uh, yeah, before we head out, I just want to say, uh, and I guess it's kind of a question, but, uh, do you guys know what, uh, 6.9 is? 6.9? Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing ruined by a period. And that's the show, folks. See you next week. Uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't follow that. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's good. <laughs> I will check you later, Marks. <laughs> <laughs>